Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Hear it from the doctor with expert guests from the American Academy of Pediatrics. It's Healthy Children. Now, our favorite mom, Melanie Cole, MS. If you're a parent like I am, you're concerned about some of the summer activities that you want to sign your children up for, and summer camp certainly being one of the top ones for many families. Summer camp is such an exciting thing, whether it's day camp or overnight camp. But what are we doing this year as as some of the restrictions are relaxing? What do we do about camp? Joining me today is Dr. Allison Tothi. She's a pediatric emergency medicine physician and spokesperson for the American Academy of Pediatrics. Dr. Tothi, it's such a pleasure to have you join us today. So tell us a little bit about parents. Should they plan to sign up for summer camp this year? Do they take a pause? Do they do virtual camp? Where should they start? That's a a great question. Uh, The first answer is yes, they should sign their children up for camp. Um, And as best they can, they should get their kids in camps that are open, not virtual. Camp is this amazing opportunity to be able to be outside and with other people and socially engaging in a safe environment. And it's such an opportunity this summer, and it is going to be so welcome for your children. So then help us to begin finding a summer camp. So if if they want to ask the camp what their policies, I mean, we have to be honest on these podcasts, certain bits of these restrictions have become political. And some camps, I mean, we've heard about schools that are against vaccination. What do we want to know about the camp before parents sign up for them? So I believe that it is some of the questions you're going to ask are different for day camps than they are for overnight camps, certainly. But for either, you want to make sure that they have safety measures in place. Even though camp is going to be great for kids, it's not the time to relax all the restrictions. It's really very important that they're still following uh, protective measures such as masking and social distancing. Uh, The advantage is that a lot of camps are outside. Some camps, you know, rainy days do happen. And when they do, certainly, certainly when rainy days happen, kids might need to be inside. And if that's the case, then you need to look for camps that have the ability to open windows and have good ventilation. And again, are practicing things like making sure that kids are masked and making sure that they're social distanced. What about vaccines? As they're not completely available for younger children, and we're hoping that's going to come through the pediatrics offices instead of taking kids because they're not little adults to, you know, a pharmacy, but that hasn't happened as of yet. Is vaccination a prerequisite for sending your child to camp? Would parents feel safer about that? What do we know about vaccinations at our kids and sending them away? It's really unlikely that vaccines are going to be available for most kids by the time camp is ready. It's very possible that we are in the beginning of May right now that by next week, hopefully, there's some there's some chatter in the news that there will be approval for vaccines for kids 12 to 16 years of age 
absolutely parents should get their kids vaccinated. They should get themselves vaccinated as soon as it is available for the right age group. But the reality is that most kids will not be vaccinated for camp, but that shouldn't preclude people from being in a safe environment such as camp. So what do we want to know about the activities? And you can kind of distinguish between day camp and overnight camp, but there's athletic activities. There's, as you say, indoor and outdoor rainy days happen. What do we want to tell our children about them adhering to some of these restrictions and safety, you know, issues because art classes is usually in some little cabin and maybe they have the pottery stuff and it's close quarters. What do we want our children to know about that? Yeah, it absolutely is. But the reality is our kids have been doing this almost more than we have if you're sending your kids to anything such as such as school one day a week or any kind of hybrid program, they have adapted really well to things like wearing masks and they are very aware of the, you know, aware of what is going on. So this won't be a very far stretch for them. And overnight camps, overnight camps are really looking a lot of overnight camps that are opening are looking at testing before kids get to camp, testing once they get to camp, even multiple times of testing putting kids into pods that allow them to take off their masks at certain times and let them be kids without any restrictions, and then slowly widening that net of exposure over time as they can ensure that people have tested negative and they're symptom-free. So those are the types of things from overnight camps. And in day camps, Still, there will be, you want to you want to look for a camp that has that same type of potting environment that keeps kids with the same kids every day, allows them to interact regularly. For things like swimming, kids are going to be taking off their masks. It's very hard to be in the water with a mask. But for sitting next to each other while they're coloring or doing pottery or whatever that craft is, then they'll need to be in their masks particularly if they're not with their usual pod of people that they're used to being with. So that's so interesting. You mentioned, you know, the pod and the people that you're comfortable with and that they can maybe even in the in their sleeper situation, remove their masks and that sort of thing. What about those communal spaces? You know, the lunchroom, there's all those kinds of places at camps where that's where I would think that most parents would be nervous What do you want them to know about those areas? Absolutely. It is the place where kids will be taking off their masks in closed spaces and, you know, next to one another. But again, this is that opportunity to ask the camps, what are you doing to keep our kids safe? Are you keeping them in pods when they eat? Uh, What are you doing when you have more than one pod in a group? Are they keeping on their masks? they should be? Are you separating them uh, for six feet of distance when they are taking off their masks in order to eat? Are you limiting talking, singing? It's just so common, right, to have kids at camp bang on the tables and shout and sing. Are they limiting that if they're not wearing their masks? Parents really need to ask what their procedures are and understand them. That's really the most important message, I think, is that parents can't be afraid or intimidated to ask these questions, right? To just say, is your staff vaccinated? Or what are you doing about the lunchroom or the sleeping quarters? And how does that all work as we wrap up? Give us your best advice about parents starting that conversation with the camps, because like I said, it can be a little bit daunting to start asking those questions 
how would you like them to approach this situation? So every camp has been thinking about this. This is their bread and butter. Getting kids to camp is their business. And all of the camps that I have spoken with or that I know of are giving a lot of thought to how to keep kids safe. And they want parents to care. They want parents to ask questions. There isn't any question that they um, that is too big or too small for them. And if you come up with a question that is something they haven't thought about, then it's great for a great opportunity for the camp to think about it. So parents should never be afraid to ask the camp questions. On the flip side, it's just parents need to figure out what their level of comfort is. Um, because not all camps are going to accommodate every parent. They're going to work as hard as they can to keep kids safe. But the reality is, and this is the you know this is the same with schools. The reality is that everyone is accepting a certain level of risk. They're trying to minimize that risk at camp, but there will be a, a level of risk, and parents just have to decide if the if the things they think are in place are comfortable enough for them, then it's worth taking the risk for their kids to get to camp. I agree. And kids have so much fun, whether it's day camp or overnight camp. You know, it's just such a fun time for kids. So parents ask all these questions that Dr. Tothi told you about today and know that the camps want your children there and that they're taking the precautions. And so it's just good to, to be armed with those questions so that you know the risk and you know where you're sending your kids. It's great advice. Dr. Tothi, thank you so much. And remember, you can listen to these shows on Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Podcast, everywhere that podcasts are played, or you can listen at RadioMD.com. That's where we want you to listen. This is Healthy Children. All of our expert guests are brought to you by the American Academy of Pediatrics in conjunction with their consumer website, HealthyChildren.org. I'm Melanie Cole for Radio MD and Healthy Children. Thanks so much for listening and stay well.